Hello, everyone. It's Jessica and Amber here from the Literacy Link. Again, we appreciate you so much for joining us. We appreciate all of the ideas and suggestions for our upcoming podcasts. We are using all of your ideas. Keep them coming. Welcome, teachers. And remember to check out our website. We continue to add resources and check it out today because we're going to add a ton of free links and websites um, with all the resources that we're going to share. So today's episode is to help you think about all the free resources that are out there. I know teachers are always looking for resources, but the free ones are the best ones. And so we wanted to just take an episode to share all the ones that we love and all the ones that you just need to have out there and find. And so we added a tab at the top of our website that says our fave resources. And so we're adding that. And so there's, there's several there right now. So make sure that you go and check those out when you're done listening today. So I'm going to start with decodables because everyone that's like the rave right now, everybody is reading the science of teaching, reading, and they're reading all these articles and every article talks about the power of decodables, conversations, decodables versus guided reading. And so the decodable races resources out there right now are incredible. Yeah, there's a lot that you have to pay for, but almost all the ones that you pay for are also offer freebies, but I'm going to share a couple of my favorite ones. On our website, I shared a link that has like a thousand choices, but a couple of my favorites are reallygreatreading.com has last decodable reading passages. These are amazing. They are, it's not even grade level specific in my mind because it's really skill specific. So when you're teaching um, digraphs, and introducing digraphs with short vowels, then it would be a decodable passage that would have a few high frequency words and then digraphs and short vowels included in a short passage. And they're great, interesting, cute little topics. So you've got to check those out. And it's in a continuum of skills. So you can weave those in. Great for shared reading, great for small group, great, great for sending home for practice. And then another amazing resource is called Dog on a Log. There's tons of decodable passages and books but most importantly, there are games and there's activities and puzzles all in decodable form. So the, the resources are designed for kids to practice their decoding skills and have access to this text in a very fun way. So you got to check out both of those. I'm really excited about the decodables because number one, it's the most requested thing that I think we've gotten from teachers this year. Yeah. It's just more decodable options. And then two, selfishly, my Lincoln's, um, he's in kindergarten. So this summer, I feel like what a great resource that we can get on and we can read because that's the stage that he's in right now is all decodables um, and just learning how to really, you know, read through those bigger books. So I'm excited about that one. You know what? I also created, um, if you go onto our website under goal setting, I created a summer reading goal sheet that is really focused on, again, it's not grade specific because it's really about kids that are needing this support. And it has all of these QR codes that parents would scan and it pulls up all of these resources and they're all decodable resources that they can pull up and use. Yeah, so go there and check that out. And um, that's another great resource, whether you're a parent or a teacher that you wanna use. I also wanted to share that the Teachers College pulled together this amazing, it's a slides on the Epic library. So if you use Epic, which most teachers do, they pull together Epic in this most beautiful way is by genre, it's by level, it's by interest. I mean, it's everything you can think of. They compartmentalized it and sorted it. And it's like 
like access at your fingertips. So you as a teacher don't have to go in and like make all of these sort the books and send them out to kids. You can literally just click on the link and it it's sorted for you. So you've got to check that out. That's also on our website. And then of course, obviously our favorite, Saravala. I mean, we love everything Saravala. If you've bought her books, she has, if you register them, you don't know this, but she has all these additional free resources, which are the ones I love talking to teachers about her goal setting sheets, her look fors, all of her additional pieces. Not to mention this summer, she also sent out a free, um, her updated chapters, which are like over 30 strategies. And we're using those everywhere. She added an additional chapter that's for free that she put out there. So that's also on our website for you to check out. If you don't have her book, once you see that additional chapter, you're going to go want to go buy her book because it's amazing. Shifting the balance, which we talk about all, all the time. If you go to the six shifts.com, they also have tons of free resources that are for phonemic awareness. They are for phonics. You need to go there and check those out. Those are great teacher-friendly resources. They have, she has assessments or they have assessments. There's just great stuff to check out there. Of course, we can't forget about the Florida Center for Reading Research. I mean, their resources are incredible. They're aligned by the five components. They're by grade level. You can use them for intervention. You can use them for supplements. You can also use them for any sort of advancement you want to do with kids in any sort of way. They literally can meet all the needs in your classroom. These student friendly activities designed for kids to do on their own. I know everyone that we work with loves ReadWorks because it's a great reading resource by grade level, by reading level, by, um, by genre, by lifestyle, by word count. Um, they have questions to go with and it can be an online platform where you can send your kids to it. But I also love reading vine. Nobody knows about reading vine. If you just, yeah, Google. I've never heard of this. I've, I had never heard of reading vine until you mentioned it. Oh my gosh. And I use reading vine all the time. And every time I mention people are like reading, what, what are you saying? It's such a great resource and it's, and they group them. So it's like, here's a, they call it a text set. So here's a text set on friends. Here's a text set on the civil war. Here's a text set on animals and it's by grade level. It's by genre. It's by Lexile. It's, they have, it's very vocabulary forward too. So they have a lot of vocabulary that attaches to it. Good stuff. Check it out. And then finally our website, we've created our own stuff at the lit link and we have stuff, Missouri learning resources. We have goal sheets. We have literacy focused classroom ideas. Go to our website and check out those out. They're completely free. Pull them down. Use them, please. I love it. So I'm going to go into some writing resources. I just picked out, there's so many good ones. I just picked out a couple of my favorites. Um, the first ones, there's three of them that are all the same type of resource. So Story Jumper, Scriblet, and Little Write Brain. Write is W-R-I-T-E. Those are all free websites where kids can create illustrate and publish or print their own story. So they can not only create their own text, but then they have illustrations and pictures. It's like the ultimate clip art that's kid-friendly that they can create their own book. It's so fun. Wow. I feel like that fits in right now. So many teachers are like, okay, we've done, now we're at the end of the year. How can we make this fun? The kids are done. Like they're not yeah. engaged in this project anymore. I'm going to suggest that to so many teachers because it seems so easy and free and so engaging. 
Yes, absolutely. And then my next one for, for our kids that are a little bit older is comic creator. So same idea, but it's, they can create their own comics and with graphic novels being such a huge trend, like how fun that they could create their own graphic novels. And I, I wanted to just mention in here that Without a digital resource, I used to just get white computer paper in my classroom and permanent marker, and I would make all these different templates uh, with boxes, just different size boxes, and I would have it in my writing center, and it was all comic book or graphic novel paper. And so the rule in my classroom was, if we were free writing, you could make a comic, but every box had to have words in it. So they had to have one word bubble or the characters had to be talking back and forth, but the kids loved making comics and graphic novels. And you can either go on comic creator and do it digitally or just make some boxes on some white paper, paper yeah. copies. Like they will be so excited. Sounds so much fun. And then my next one, I just found today and it's totally free and it's called edu blogs. And I can see this like fourth grade and up the kids can create their own blog. So how fun if, you know, we created a blog on a certain subject or an opinion writing, or there's the, the options are endless, but they can also then share it with their friends and their friends can comment or add to the blog. So I thought how fun would it to be to study like mentor text of blogs and show how they use links and they use ads and things like that. And then let the kids do that. It would be such a fun end of the year project. Absolutely. And I love that it's free because a lot of blogs start free and then they don't end free. So I love that that that's an option. And then my last one that I've already shared on here, but I wanted to share it again because it's so cool is the studenttreasures.com where you can publish a free class book, hardback book that comes to your classroom. It's so cool. And then there is a paid version that the kids can publish their own books, their individual books. It's like $20 if they want to do it, but it's so cool. And it is one of the best things I ever did as a writing teacher is do student treasures every year. So I definitely wanted to share that one again. Wouldn't that be cool to have too, as like your mentor text that your class created from the year before, like, yes, yes. Always have that. I mean, and kids would be so excited to be able to create that. And it could be an option that if they wanted to get their own or whatever, I'd love that. Towards the end of my teaching in the classroom, I had my library in genres. And so all of my class books were in a bin together. So the kids would always read through like the previous years. And then sometimes I would have parents that would buy two copies of their kid's book and like take one home and then buy a copy for my classroom so that the kids read the other kids' books, which was so fun. That's so cool. And then my last little tool, it's not a website, but I really was thinking about um, our special education friends and I don't ever want to leave them out. And so I was thinking of, on Google Docs, um, I think you can use it in Google Docs and Sheets and I believe Slides. So maybe all of the Google apps where you would be typing. Yeah, you can use it in, in uh, Slides for sure. Yeah. You, If you go to Tools and go to Voice Typing, I used to use this all the time for my 
special ed kids, or if I had kids that had accommodations, maybe they had a 504, they had writing struggles, I would let them voice type. And it really let them feel confident in writing a story because a lot of times if writing was their struggle, they would shut down because it was too hard. So if I let them voice type, they could see the long story that they had, you know, in their head that they just wanted to get down on paper. What a great free tool. It's on all the Google um, apps that you can use and just let your kids feel successful, no matter what their ability level is. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's supporting everything we've been saying about what science says to and, you know, shifting the balance shift one speaks to comprehension development starts with oral language. And so the ideas are in there and give them the confidence to know that they have something great to share, even if they can't physically get it onto paper through typing or writing, because that's difficult. Love that Amber. So wrapping up. Thank you all for joining us today. We hope that you find something free out there. Again, we're adding them to our resource, but really take the time to go through and write some of these ideas down because this stuff is great and we use it all the time and it's free. So Amber's going to share a quote to end. um, And then I'm going to share a couple of weird, but true facts with you guys, but she's going to share from the 365 days of wonder, a quote that we want to share with you all today. All right. So our quote of the day is from William James, and it is wherever you are, it's your own friends who make your world. I feel like that's true for kids. I mean, for adults too, but you know, I was going to say, and even like teachers, like I love when I see teachers, like the relationships that teachers have together at schools, you can tell like they're true friends together and they, you know, they, it's a community. I love yeah. that feeling. There are certain schools that I go into. And as soon as you walk in and you just feel it and you're like, these people love each other, you know, it's yep. a great thing. Um, and then the kids feel it too, right? Cause they can see how everyone interacts with each other. All right, Amber, are you ready for my weird, but true facts? I'm with you. I am ready. My kids pick these ones out today. So they, they think these are the good ones. Okay. Which one weighs more billion $1 bills or 14 army trucks? I feel like 14 army trucks probably weighs a lot, but I'm going to go with a billion $1 bills. <laughs> I don't know why you would guess that because I would guess 14 army trucks, but you're <laughs> right. A billion $1 bills. I can't even, I can't even put my head around that because I'm nowhere close to even. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, maybe I'm just like manifesting it over here. <laughs> a billion $1 bills. That's the goal. Grains of sand on all the beaches on earth or stars in the universe? I am just going to have to say grains of sand because that has got to be uncountable. I mean, I can't even imagine how many grains of sand there are. I would think so. Right. But it's stars in the universe. I mean, I can't even wrap my head around that. Like, I know, you know, when I look up, I feel like I see like 20. Yes. How could there be more than grains of sand and all the beaches on earth? Okay. Mind blowing. And I've got a final one. Which one, this one's kind of gross, Amber, but I okay. which one is taller? A, can't say it, a pile of rhino poop or a two-year-old toddler? Which one? Oh my is God. Well, I hope a two-year-old toddler, but I'm. No, I'm it's so wrong. wrong. That's why I'm laughing. It's so gross. It's a pile of rhino poop. It's so. Oh, think of the zookeepers that have to clean that. No wonder it smells so bad over there. 
Okay. Thank you guys so much for joining us. And we appreciate you joining us and being with us.